Bobby Banana battled the battalion of bouncing bumblebees. Bobby Banana. Bobby Banana. <coughs> Mike, you're not supposed to do that. It's bad for the vocal cords. <laughs> you're not supposed to do that, Mike. Terrifying tentacles twist twin the tombstones tightly. Terrifying tentacles twist twin the tombstones tightly. The bulbous walrus. The bulbous walrus. The bulbous walrus is back. Oh, looks like the red light's back, Mike. We gotta get to broadcasting. Good morning, Tritown. I'm Michael Tor. And I'm Dale Dallas. And, and this... Is everything, everything matters. matters. Flying high on the airwaves over Moonhaven, Pine Bridge, and Threadington, wishing everyone in the Tri-Town area another happy and hydrated day in this stable era. If you can hear us, the lines are open. We are taking callers. Lots of fresh calls lately, Mike. That's right, Dale. Seems like Tri-Town has really started to return to normalcy. Well, I wish more of them would actually talk to us. The heavy breathing is really coming up the lines. I'll get Todd right on that, Dale. Get those screened for you. Appreciate it, Mike. This just in. Special notice from the Moonhaven Maritime Authority. A vessel has been spotted approximately two miles off the coast of Moonhaven. While the boat is showing visible movement on board and is illuminated with the occasional light, it has not responded to multiple hails. Attempts to approach the vessel have proven fruitless, as the vessel seems to get further and further away the closer the Moonhaven Maritime Authority gets to it. The vessel appears to be about 100 meters in length. What, what exactly is a meter again, Mike? Uh, I don't know, Dale. <clears throat> and had a red stripe running the length vertically. The lights have been of various colors and do not seem to follow a pattern of movement. Attempts to hail the vessel include VHF, light signals, and ESP. All have failed. All vessels in the vicinity of Moonhaven are advised to exercise caution and consider docking. Mariners are requested to report any additional observations or interactions with the vessel to the Moonhaven Maritime Authorities immediately. Any vessel with communication capabilities is encouraged to continue hailing the unidentified boat and report any responses. Stay safe, Moonhaven. That's exactly right, Dale. I can't believe the ESP didn't work. It's time for the Tritown Bulletin Board, brought to you by Cox Energy. This just in, you can teach a man to fish and give him a fish. Ancient curse awakens? Nightmarish visions have been reported all over the Tritown area, but amid all the confusion, one local Pine Bridge celebrity and winner of Favorite Grandmother Award suggests a tried and true remedy. Brew a pot of chamomile tea before bedtime and add just a pinch of ground mummy dust from your pantry and your nightmares mm. will be a thing of the past in no time flat. In other news, the town's mummy supply is running dangerously low. I've been sitting on the mail order resupply for far too long. We all know that surprises aren't always a good thing, especially for everyone who's just waking up. There can be any number of unexpected household appliance failures, pests, or other hazards. In response, the Tritown City Council is happy to announce that Poison Control, Hazardous Waste, and Explosives Diffusal Hotline has been reopened. Just dial 221 and select, Help me, I'm having trouble waking up, from the available prompts. 
Yeah, all my gadgets are on the fritz right now, Mike. It is literally driving me insane. Fish with human-like faces spotted local pond. Are mutations on the rise? Local scientists are truly floundering to explain this one. Seems these fish have decided to give evolution a finny new twist. But the terrified expressions of their uncannily human faces suggest something far more threatening lurking just beneath the surface. Sounds fishy, Dale. Did you wake up to a lifelike stuffed dog, deer, or other creature in or outside of your home? An important notice from the Pine Bridge Constabulary, Chief of Police Bradley Stockhart is offering a reward for information on any unauthorized taxidermy. Yeah, that happened to me, Mike. I was just getting around for the broadcast and I saw my wife standing out in the yard. But thankfully, she was just taxidermy. That's terrifying, Dale. In other news, Tritown celebrates National Sadness Day with tears of joy as citizens all over the region gather to commemorate a day of unexplainable elation and happiness. People all over town are just happy to be sad, Mike. Maybe it will cheer up all those terrified fish, Dale. We can only hope. Marie Stew's Canned Goods announces a new flavor. From the culinary minds that brought you teriyaki, barbecue, and original flavored canned meat, now comes the latest development in shelf-stocking splendor. Mystery Bags! That's right, mix pleasure with nourishment with Marie Stew's Mystery Bags. Surprise! It's Marie Stew's Canned Meat. Your whole family will love tearing into these sensibly packaged and calorie-rich meals. You know, Mike, original is my favorite. I don't know why everyone always gives me so much guff about it, but I say, give me that original meat. This has been the Tritown Bulletin Board, brought to you by Cox Energy. If you've had enough of those flimsy, flaccid copper wires dangling around your home, call your partner right now and tell them, I want Cox Energy. On today's Everything Matters, Dale Dallas hits the streets and asks locals about the new moving picture, Galactic Frontier. In a brand new chapter of Out and About Around Tritown, I meet with grocer and mining expert, Linda Kelly, And to kick it all off, a brand new chapter of Vera Noir, Private Eye. In the shadows of a city draped in secrets, there's one woman who dares uncover the truth. A dame with eyes as sharp as her wit, and a heart that's seen its share of hurt. A big heart that falls easily, but drives her to seek justice in a world that looks the other way. This is Vera Noir, Private Eye. The city was weeping. Dark rain covering the streets. I was alone for the night, finally. Just me, myself, two fingers, and a half-handled Cohiba. I was about to put on a record when my office door creaked open, and I heard footsteps. Are you the private eye? He asked. (laughs) What's it say on the door, I thought. But what I said was, That's me? What's eating you? My wife, Lila. Gross, I thought. But he kept on before I could crack wise. She's gone missing. I need your help. Missing dames are a dime a dozen in this city. But something about the sound of his voice, all sad like that, 
got me to look up into these deep oceans of blue eyes. He was tall and lean, his every subtle movement was graceful, deliberate, like a slow dance only he knew the steps to. His suit, perfectly tailored, whispered of elegance, and the way it hugged his frame made it clear he was no stranger to physical pursuits. Dark, wavy hair framed a face with a strong jaw, softened by the gentle curve of his lips. I realized I had started sweating. I cleared my throat and did my best to stop imagining him pushing all the files off my desk, shoving my paperweight down my throat. He handed over a photograph. On the back it just said Lila. When I flipped it over, my heart almost stopped. This was a photo of the most gorgeous woman I'd ever seen. Her legs seemed to go on forever, ending in heels I wished she'd used to gouge my eyes out. She had thighs, like fleshy, moist tree trunks, and I couldn't help but imagine her squishing my silly little squirrel head between them. She was all curves, as geometrically impossible as she was beautiful. But that wasn't the most intoxicating part. Her eyes, those deep blue oceans of love and loss. I kept on a poker face, but my lips were about to betray me with a single word. Mommy. But luckily the man spoke first. Find her. Money's no object. Money talks, I managed between wheezes. I hit the streets, starting with the blue parrot. Lila was known to frequent that joint. Talk to the barkeep. Lila? Yeah, she was here a few nights ago. Left with some tall fella. The plot thickened like the fog outside. She's here just about every Thursday. It's bridge night. It was Tuesday, so I only had a couple of days to wait for the next bridge night. When Thursday rolled around, I posted up in my beater and put the seat back. Low. Started to work through a few packs of cigarettes and an old tuna fish. Sure enough, guess who showed? Lila. She was talking to the bartender when I stepped in. He nodded toward me and she headed out the back in a hurry. I followed, of course. The back door led to an alleyway. It was raining again, and Lila somehow managed to look even more breathtaking in the pouring rain. That's when I heard, Who the hell are you? I turned from Lila to see the most beautiful creature my eyes had ever taken in. It was a pudgy fella. He had the type of belly you'd curl up on in front of a fireplace, naked on bearskin. I was sure from the way he stood he could barbecue one hell of a hamburger patty. Type of burger that make you do things. The bulge in his couple of sizes too small dad jeans seemed to pulse with my quickening heartbeat. I wanted him to crack me open like a cold one. But I realized I had started to drool quickly shut my mouth. That's my wife, he said. That's a wrap for this week. Who is this joker accosting Vera in the alleyway? What's Lila's secret? Stay tuned and find out on the next Vera Noir Private Eye. Hello there, Tri-Town. I'm Dale Dallas, and welcome to Sidewalk Spotlights. Today, we're standing right outside the bustling Tri-Town multiplex where we just caught a sensational screening of the new film, Galactic Frontier. The anticipation is palpable, and we're eagerly waiting to hear from moviegoers about their thoughts on this epic space adventure. Excuse me, sir, sir. What did you think of the film? I don't know. You know, it, 
it kind of made me uneasy. The aliens in the movie were just so advanced and benevolent, and it made me wonder if they were setting an impossibly high standard for my life, and how am I supposed to live up to that standard? You know, I think I have to agree with you on that one. Thank you very much for the insights. Pardon me, miss, what did you think of the film? I'm just really concerned about this film's accuracy. What if it's a deliberate misrepresentation of aliens to distract us from real extraterrestrial activity? I mean, who's fact-checking these frickin' filmmakers? I can't help but worry that that movie was an elaborate cover-up for actual alien encounters. Or what if all those UFO sightings were just publicity stunts for this film? I'm not sure what to believe anymore. Interesting take. Thanks anyway. You, sir, can you sum up the film for me? It was like having sex with E.T., you know? You know? You know how some movies have hidden Easter eggs? for, like, fans to find? Well, this one hit an Easter egg in my butt. Well, things are starting to get pretty lively out here in the Tritown Multiplex. I think that's about enough for this segment. I'm Dale Dallas, and next is Michael Tour with Out and About Tritown. On this episode of Out and About Tritown, I'm visiting Threadington grocer Linda Colley to dive deep into the world of holes. Hi, Linda. Yeah, hi. The Egyptians had their pyramids, China had their Great Wall, America had their shopping malls, and the reunited peoples had their containment facilities. Linda from Threadington has a complex underground tunnel system under her home. Humans have always been fascinated by what lies beneath. Linda takes that to a whole nother level, a lower level. Uh, Tell everyone a little bit about yourself, Linda. My name is Linda Callie, and I have been building a tunnel system under my home for the last 13 years. How does one go about starting to build a tunnel system under their home? Well, Mike, as time has gone on, I've found I spend more and more time in my bunker office instead of my home. And the more I spent in my bunker office, the more I started craving to know what lay below it. After a couple nights of sleeping here, I made up my mind. I was going to create an underground tunnel system below my home. Thirteen years ago, I woke up at exactly 3.33 a.m. knowing the location of a cache of power tools hidden by my great-grandmother. I dug them up and immediately started cutting an opening through the reinforced concrete. When the hole was large enough for a human body, I started to carve through the solid rock at about a 30-degree angle. What did you do with all of the excavated rock and dirt? I fabricated a minecart system out of wheelbarrows and wire, the thick Cox Energy stuff. Nice. I was moving a thousand pounds of dirt and stone a day. I enjoyed digging so much at first I lost track of time. I found myself digging for long periods of time. My family became concerned for my health Six years ago, my husband left me and took my children. This is a fine tunnel, Linda. Uh, you've made stairs. Looks like you've run lights. All of these cute runes on the walls. 
Oh, is this is this a little bench you've carved here? I'm not sure. I think it might be an altar. Linda had gone very deep. I couldn't help but be impressed as I lost track of how long I had been following her. The sprawling tunnel system below her home seemed to go deeper and deeper. So around here, I started to have some issues with leakage. So I dug a pit to help drain it and made this custom drainage pipe system. And I have been pumping this out behind the grocery store. What exactly is this liquid, Linda? I'm not sure, but I can tell you one thing. Don't drop your keys in it. So, we're getting near the end. Around here, I started setting up ventilation and needed to reinforce the walls. I've used hundreds and hundreds of cinder blocks and started mixing my own concrete. This is quite impressive. It is starting to get pretty hot, though. How deep would you say we are right now, Linda? I think we're at least a thousand meters underground. There was that word again. Meters. I just kept hearing about them. I don't know how much longer I have to go. I just know I need to keep digging. A noble pursuit. Linda, how have you been managing the grocery store while doing all of this? I haven't worked at the grocery store in 13 years. Um, there's absolutely a Linda at the Threddington grocery store. I spoke with her yesterday scheduling this interview. Oh, that that's not me. They let you pump the liquids behind the grocery store, though, still? Uh, right. Linda, what's that noise we keep hearing? What noise? It's uh, groaning? Whispers, maybe? Maybe it's just wind. Are you... Linda, are you feeling alright? Linda? Linda? Well, there you have it, folks. Another heartwarming story from a hardworking Tri-Townie. A reminder that sometimes the journey is more important than the destination. I wish Linda all the best in her destiny to dig. This has been Michael Tor and another chapter of Out and About Tri-Town. Well, Dale, that felt good. Good indeed, Mike. It's good to be back. Uh, in turn, Todd has been sliding these papers under the door the whole program, and now he is uh, frantically waving at me? But I think that's just a normal wave, Mike. Then why does he look so frantic, Dale? I think that's just how he looks, Mike. Oh, uh, this looks like some feedback from the beautiful folks from Tritown via route of something called Apple Podcasts. Oh, nice. Let's see what we have here. Uh, Dana says, thanks to Mike and Dale for their segment with Park Ranger Jeb Marshall. I now feel 100% confident that I can navigate the grand orchestra of the Mesa Trails. With a snake kit in hand and the knowledge of how to use it, I set my sight on conquering my fear of snakes. Much thanks from Dana. Be safe out there, Dana. Don't buy any tickets to any reptilian carnivals. 
Here's another one. Uh, this one's from Nathan. I'll keep this brief as I'm already over my online compliments quota for the month. But it's great to have Mike and Dale back on the air after the blackout. It really fills a void in my ever-consuming chest cavity that I've really been looking to scratch. An itch that's finally filled. Their voices are so intelligent, their commentary is very soothing. Just what I need in my day. Michael and Dale, wonderful to have you back in my head. How eloquent. Nathan, thank you so much. Uh, this next one is from Noah. Just gotta say, loving the show. You two are my favorite newscasters. Can't stay for long as I'm just about to try and assert my dominance in the mirror. Wish me luck. Good luck, Noah. I recommend just covering the dang thing. This one's from Zensetsu. Is that how you say that? Zensetsu. Good enough, Dale. The blackout is finally over. Great to hear your voices again, Mike and Dale. Hope you both stayed safe during the blackout. Especially, Dale, since I heard you scored a six on the mirror safety test. I'll have to make sure to stock up on more Cox energy before the next blackout comes around. Almost ran out this time. Well, I love Cox as much as the next guy, but I, I don't know how you'd run out of that. There are quite a few papers here, uh, so we'll read more next week. In just a moment, you'll hear from intern Todd on how to get your feedback on Everything Matters. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in. And remember, it's all real, everything matters, and it never ends. This program would not be possible without the support of listeners like you. Special thanks to the Waking Up team, That French Guy, Spaz, Varen, Summer Seatown, Jeremy, Zan, Fred Grouks, <laughs> Maxton, with an explanation point, Sleepy Elf Gnome, Iron Beard, Keith, The True Paradox, Porterhouse, Excalibur, Daniel, Forrest, Some Nerd, <laughs> Scion Fate, That One Joke Guy, The Rogue Rider, Twin Zip, Calyx Cord, Faith, Sketchy Squirrel, Renwolf, Adrian, Samoth, the Dreamweaver, Lassius Verts, <laughs> the Frisky Sloth, Lumi Darkmoon, Tobio, Dre, Andy, Hus Lost Hope, Aratok, the Chill Pineapple, <laughs> Noah's Ark, Adrail, the Dragon Hermit, Scion Fate, Ken V, or Ken the Fifth, I don't know. Ken McCliver. <laughs> I believe that's a typo, Ken. <laughs> Linz E, Brass. Joker Joe 2.0. Papa Fed. Just happy to be here. Elf Shade. Jesse. Klaus Hands. And the Ace of Spades. That was the Everything Matters Waking Up team. Thank you for all of your support launching the show. Now a word for intern Todd. Thanks for listening to Everything Matters. This is intern Todd. Everything Matters is a part of the Homebrew Network. If you're listening from the 21st century, you could really help us grow by leaving us a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. The algorithm god hungers greatly, and sating him can be a full-time job. <laughs> so, leave us a review on Spotify and Apple. If you leave a review as a resident of Tritown, without breaking the fourth wall, uh, Dale and Mike might read your review on the show! Uh, just make sure you don't, uh, you know... 
give anything away that you're from the 21st century or that could really, you know, break Mike and Dale's minds. <laughs> yeah, uh, links are at everythingmatterspod.com. If you're listening from the 22nd and 24th century, y- you can review us on MuskNet in exchange for one kudo. 25th to 29th century, please get off the internet immediately. Using the internet poses a public safety hazard. All other centuries, call 1-800-MATTERS if it is safe to do so. Again, that's everythingmatterspod.com. <laughs>